everybody, and welcome to Die Hard New York Sports with Sal Tatora. As we got a great show for you today, as we're going to be talking some golf, some hockey, and I guess a little bit wherever the show goes. I got three guests on today: Pat Prague from Long Island, Alec Hilliard from around uh, St. Louis, Missouri area, and then Jake. I hope I don't butcher your last name, Sonnenberg from Iowa. How are you doing today, boys? What's, What's up, up, brother? We're doing good, dude. You. You uh, rocked the last name there. I did. All right. I'm glad. Uh, glad I got it. So, big news came out today, or big news, I guess, for you know today's world is the PGA Tour schedule or new schedule got released, and it looks like the first sport that we are going to be seeing, uh, you know, back up and running is going to be golf, which makes sense, and it should be getting going um, in June. Yeah. What was it? June eighth, I think. Um, Was it the Travelers, or did they cancel the Travelers today? No, it's not the Travelers. Hold on. Let me pull up the schedule uh, right here. Give me a second. Yeah, I was trying to pull it up, too. Yeah, June 8th, uh, Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial. Okay, yep. And then before this came out, they moved everything. You know, all the major championships. The PGA now is going to be the end of August out at Harding Park in San Fran. Then you got the U.S. Open at Winged Foot. Um, in September, and then the Masters, which should have been this past weekend. I was all sad rewatching all the all the reruns. Yeah, in the fall, that was my- November. Did you guys uh, when like this all first started going down? Did you guys hear like they were gonna? I don't know if, how much truth there was to this, but I heard that they were considering moving the PGA to to Sawgrass because everything was already set up and stuff. Yeah. Oh, so, I- uh, sorry, actually, I'm. Um, you guys listen to Four Play podcast at all? Not yeah. frequently, Barstool but like I, obviously I know them. Yeah, so they had uh, Seth Watt, the uh, CEO of the PGA, on like last week or the week before, and he was talking about how their contingency plan was something along the lines of we're going to hold the, you know, we're going to try and host it at first. If that doesn't work based upon current like health standards, you know, like we're going to obviously try and host fans, and then if that doesn't work, then we'll we'll try and do it with no fans. And then if San Francisco literally just can't host the event due to, you know, health concerns, health officials say they can't do it. They said that the plan C, so to speak, was going to be trying to move it to a venue where they, they felt like they could host the championship and it wouldn't compromise anything. So I think he was kind of hinting that, I mean, they have facilities there. So like, yeah, right. I think another thing I heard was they were going to use that as an opportunity to host somewhere that normally like, just wouldn't have the the room to host like a major championship, and they were talking like Cypress, Pine Valley, something like that. That was all rumors, but I heard I, as well. Where else? Bandon, Oregon. Bandon Dunes. Yeah, yeah that's that a Bandon Dunes is on like you know always the top courses in the country that you know, uh, you know, on like the Golf Digest list. Yeah, there's four courses there that are in the top hundred, which is like crazy. I know because like. I can't name anything in Oregon, quite frankly. I think like Nike's headquarters is there or something. Of that, but there's yeah. like nothing. Yeah. The uh, Portland Trailblazers, Salem, their capital, and Chambers Bay. Isn't yeah. that Chambers Bay? Is, is that Washington? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's near Seattle, or not near Seattle, but in the same Maybe. state anyway. It's all the way up northwest. Same state. There's uh, also. Yeah. If you guys are ever bored and on Google Maps, yeah. go to Google Map, uh, like satellite 
Bandon Dunes, and there's this course that's like it's got like six greens, but you can make 18 holes out of it, and it's just some guy on a tractor that cuts it and stuff. Forget what it's called, Sheep Ranch or something, maybe. Oh, yeah, wait. So, Alex, great, great segue to that. Actually, look up the Sheep Ranch. They just redid it. Core Crenshaw, bro. Yeah, and yeah, so it is Sheep Ranch. I just Googled it. Bro, I'm kind of sad Core Crenshaw made it a real course. I think it was kind of cool when it was just like some old man mowing it. I think it's like the sixth and the 13th green are shared, and it's like literally a football field. The, the entire green is like the. Where is I this? I swear to God, it's the Where most unbelievable Pat? thing ever. There's, uh, you could go look on their Instagram page. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's I think Bandon just bought. right on the coast. Right yeah. on the coast. I mean, it's unreal. That's pretty cool. Do you guys, I imagine you guys have, do you ever see like the overshots of Augusta in the summer when they just tear it up and it's all brown? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so kind of crazy actually in the north, like where me and Sal are. I mean, I guess you're kind of in the north as well, Alex, and I'm not sure where necessarily uh, Iowa is. (laughs) Iowa's north of me, so. Oh my God. GG's to that. Um, However, in the north, we're not really accustomed to the thought of like, everything going brown in the summer because that's when everything like comes to life. Right. So like, yeah. it's, it's like a foreign concept thinking of like, Oh yeah. Like, Oh, it's summertime. It's nice out. Like it's hot. You know, like why would the grass die? Cause it's just different grass. Like it's not, it's not supposed to grow during those months. It's actually dead, you know, or dormant, if you will, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. But Augusta takes it to the extreme though. Cause they like tear everything up and they, you know, resod and reseed and everything like that. Cause it's not yeah. like, you know, you go to down play in Florida in the summer. Yeah. It's freaking hot as hell, but you know, the course is still open. Augusta, like, they shut down like a month after the masters and then they don't like reopen up until October, which is, you know, the reason of why the masters had to be, you know, in the fall, you know, when, you know, when it is now, you know, it's the next best yeah. option. I, I've heard a rumor that Augusta goes as far as like freezing their magnolia flowers. So they bloom the correct week. I would, um, not, I would not put it past them. I also would not put it past them that they freaking uh, find azaleas somewhere in the world just so they have them come this November. Yeah. I mean, probably, honestly, yeah. <laughs> you have a greens budget and a budget of their tournament, like every single year. You can do whatever you want. You know, it doesn't matter. They can they can freeze azaleas. They can ship them in from you know the middle of Asia or whatever. Yeah. You know, wherever they go. Yeah, from you know, Guam. Like, they could do whatever they need to to get that place looking just absolutely on point. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, there's literally like no facility in the world like it. I mean, they they don't care. Like they have so much money. Um, they freaking and still, they have like no commercials when you're watching the Masters. There's like 56 minutes an hour of coverage every it's single bad. It's literally the best tournament of the entire year. Yeah, that course literally exists for the Masters because, I mean, the members aren't even like... It's most, open like two months Yeah, most of the year the members mm-hmm. can't even play it. Which is I've crazy. heard uh, other rumors. I mean, that's the cool thing about Augusta, like why I love it so much is like, you don't know anything certain. It's all like yeah, it's all secretive here. and rumors. Yeah, but uh, I've heard that like you don't even have like a set yearly dues. They just spend whatever they need for that year, and then divide it by the membership, and that's what you. Yeah, get. I've heard that. Yeah, okay. I think I, a I, lot I've of actually I've never like heard that because like I was I, trying to. Tr- What's that, Jake? No, I was just saying that was interesting. I, oh, 
Yeah, because like when I've looked up it, like I've tried to find the dues, and you know, obviously they're not going to tell you anything. But I fl- looked it up, and like, oh, it's roughly around forty thousand dollars a year, which is an absolute bargain for what that course is. You know, you can go to some just regular old, you know, country club, like not low class, but like country club, you know, in somewhere on Long Island, and it's going to cost you, you know, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, an in, in initiation fee. You know, hunting thing, country club. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing that's interesting. Just for you, Long Island guys, is I remember talking to uh, Pat when we went and played Nissaquag, and you said that's what like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, something along those lines. I think it's between fifteen and twenty. And that that course was every bit as good as the courses that are a hundred grand a year in St. Louis. Yeah, what's crazy about it too is the thought that like. I would, not that it's not a nice place, but that's a low end country club compared to some of the ones on Long Island. You know, yeah. some of the ones out in the Hamptons and in Nassau, it's just like it's just oozing money. You know, it's yeah. not. Yeah, it, I mean, I think crazy. like I think like Sabonic's initiation fee is like a million dollars or something. Yeah, yeah, that's the number I've heard. Yeah, which is Shinnecock ridiculous. is like one of those ones where you can't even get on the. It's not even like oh, it's, we don't we don't want your money. Like it's just about prestige. Like they want like. The, the people that are of the highest regard, you know, like mm-hmm. people that are in the government or like high ranking, like CEOs and like business people and stuff. Like they don't want just like anyone joining their country club, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I think it's great. Yeah. That's like, what's so cool about Augusta. Like how do you join Augusta? There's no, like, they don't tell you how you can join you. And the like, number one thing they say, if you ask, you're not getting in. So like, yeah. what the hell is the criteria? That'd, that'd be the scariest thing is, like, you get in with, like, a couple members and you're, like, good buddies with them. And you think, like, okay, like, they might ask me in the next couple of years. But then you just, like, one night, I don't know, you're just hanging out and you're like, hey, like, you think you guys could ask me to join? And then, like, you're fucked. No more. <laughs> Dude, that's wow. like Garden City Men's Club back in the early 2000s when Alex Rodriguez got to the Yankees. They denied him membership because he was a uh, minority. Really? <laughs> He just signed like a two hundred or three hundred million dollar contract with the Yankees, and he had probably more money than anyone at the club. I mean, respectively, at least. Like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, like come on, like they still don't allow women, do they? The no, you have to yeah. you have to drive up to the front gate if you're a woman. Like if you're picking up like a let's say you go to play an outing or something there, you have to like you have to wait at the gate while someone drives them from the clubhouse to the front gate. <laughs> And the only rule while you're in the clubhouse is that you have to have a blazer on, like their blazer. Okay. So kind of like Augusta, how like all the members wear their green jackets. Exactly. It's just like kind of like a club, you know, like, oh, you can't get into the club unless you got the jacket. If you got the jacket, you're in the club. Yeah, because Garden City men's men's club, that's specifically just only men. But then there's Garden City Country Club where, you know, anyone can, you know, come up up, uh, to and play or whatever join yeah i thought one cool thing with the masters i read this i'm gonna i might get the story slightly wrong but back when augusta didn't have any woman uh members yet before connelina Wright, they finally let a woman in connelina rice was the member i think there was some sort of commercial that they wanted to air during the masters essentially pointing out how augusta doesn't have any woman members and you know the whole thing yada yada and augusta was so like we're not going to air this, and we care so much about this that we're going to forfeit every single commercial and not run one commercial just because we don't want this one thing to air. And that's how much yeah, we yeah. care about. Yeah, 
they just That's like incredible. They were pretty much just showing like their power. Like, hey, like we don't need you. Yeah. Like we don't need commercials to run a successful event to run the honestly probably like one of the best events in the world. If you've ever been to, I don't know. I mean, I've been to Stanley Cup playoffs. I've never been to like a playoff football game or anything. But as far as professional sports, I think there's nothing that touches uh, like the Masters. Once you guys get to go, fine. I'm sure you guys will all find a way to go someday. Yeah. There's nothing for the lottery better land than that. So what day did you go when you went there? Was it during a practice round or during one of the four tournament days? I went on a Monday the first year, then the next year I went on a Tuesday. Okay. And as far as, like, taking your phone in and, like, everything about it, like, was it, would you say it was, like, were they strict with anything? You know, Well, like, honestly, was- like, you could take your phone in. Like, they don't, like, search you or anything. But I think, like, they do a good enough job to where if you – from what I hear, if you get caught with your phone, your name like goes on a blacklist, and you'll never be allowed in again. Uh, wow. so it's not even worth it. And you don't. That would be the most horrifying thing ever. <laughs> yeah, you don't oh, want your phone in there. Like, oh, <laughs> At no. the same time, though, I could also be like, "Am I ever going to get to come back to Augusta again?" Anyway. No, but like I know. No, yeah. At the I, same time, like I just also think that as far it's like. It's the prestige thing, you know? Yeah. Like they're the masters for a reason. They're saying that they won't air the commercials because why not? Like, we can do whatever we want, you know? Like, everyone's going to still watch the masters anyway, you know? So it's not like it's not like you're going to lose viewership based upon the fact that you don't have, you know, $40 million in advertising money coming in. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They're so... Yeah, you should just respect them for what they do. They're so secretive and they're so, like, top of the class when what they do i mean they don't even tell you how many then i was gonna say fans how many patrons come every year because they they just don't want people to know but however many they want to be there is how many is going to be there i didn't know that actually that's kind of funny you know i've looked it up and they're like they don't tell you the attendance it's it's secretive and they don't tell you like how many tickets they give out in the lottery and then how many tickets are given out just to like whatever to people in the know and the members yeah you have you don't know how many people are there and i love that it's wild it never feels like i haven't been on a tournament round but i mean i followed a group that on uh, tuesday i went it was tiger fred couples phil mickelson and justin thomas it's an awesome it was by far the like the top four golfers on the course like that you'd want to see and then like not like you had no problem getting like to the ropes it's really yeah. Like, there's a lot of people there, but it's like it's also it's, the practice round. Yeah, but it's know, weird. Man, like the place was day. built in what 1929, I think. Something like that. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's almost ready. it's like uh, it's almost like TPC Sawgrass, where you know that's considered the stadium course. It was built for like spectators. Like Augusta almost feels like it was built for people to go and watch. Yeah, but it's I mean, you see cool that how it's not. I mean, you see that how like. Like I always think, sixteen is such a good um, like show of that where there's always people lined up along the left side of the green there behind the water, and you just see like a massive crowd behind you. And it's like they can all see. It's really like Alistair McKenzie knew that it was going to someday like be the biggest tournament in the world, like golf wise. It's so well laid out in the sense of like. So did you see the other day when they were? Um, airing the rerun of last year's uh, final round. Yeah. And 
and Tiger gets up to 16 and he hits that absolute dart on the green and then it rolls down and you're thinking, oh my God, like, is this going to be 2005 again? You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. is he going to just roll into the yeah. cup? Like, is he going to ace the 16th? And as that's going on, the crowd is roaring and everything. They show a, after he finishes the hole, they show a quick pan over to Brooks on the tee at 17. And he had to literally stop his pre-shot routine because the roar was so loud and all the people were like jumping up to see what was going on. So it was like very distracting, obviously. So he hits his tee shot. And then when he makes, the, when Tiger makes the birdie, he, he actually waited on the top of the hill on 17 yep. before he punted. Yep, I saw like that. That's, that's the amphitheater, man. Like, 16 is incredible. 12 is incredible. It's just one of those holes, like, you get to that hole on Sunday on the Masters, like, something's going down. You yeah. know, like, exactly. something awesome is going to happen. Yeah, so, the way it's set up, too, when you're there, like, you can be on, like, I'm trying to, like, uh, five is as far away from, like, one key as you could get, I imagine. And if you heard... Like if someone made like a forty foot putt on five or made like a two on five, you would hear the roar. Like Augusta's like almost in a bowl. There's these high spots you can get, and it literally Augusta looks like it's the entire world. Like it's just it's mm-hmm. massive looking. Yeah, it's that's like so perfect. So I knew someone last year that went to the Masters on Sunday, so the day that Tiger won, and uh-huh. so he put in for the lottery for years and years and years, and then finally gets in. And albeit gets the Sunday that Tiger wins, which he said was awesome. The fact that, you know, it was what it was. But he said he also didn't like the fact, because remember last year, everything was squeezed in, you know, to just the morning. So he didn't yeah, get they the. Yeah, they off at like 9 a.m. Yeah. So, and then so it was over early afternoon. So he didn't get the whole like day out of it. But anyway, going back to the hole, you can hear crowds, you know, from all over the golf course. He said he was on 18, um, you know, the 18th green. When Tiger was on 16, he had his 16 shot, and then they hear the roar go up. And the guy that was sitting right next to him, he, that said that was there every single year, you know, I guess is a member or has tickets, whatever. And he's like, Tiger almost a 16. He's like, that's that's what that sound is. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. I was gonna say that earlier. Like, you can almost uh, like every roar you hear. You can like kind of be like, okay, that's either on ten green or like eleven t. You can like narrow it down because the way it's laid out and stuff. Yeah. Dude, uh, so, have you guys ever seen? Have you guys ever went to like a professional sporting event? Like maybe there's a game winning goal or like a you know um, like a walk off home run, yeah. maybe a game winning touchdown in the last second or something. Yep. You ever you ever hear like the crowd react to something like that or a goal in a soccer game? You know, sure. like. It's staggering to think that, like, you can hear there's so much room between, like, 16 and the 18th green. But at the same time, like, there's it, – it's such a small distance that, like, it sounds like it's next to you, you know? Like, oh, my God, man. I, I wish I was there for that. I know. I Look, it's my number one bucket list thing of, like, what, I, what sporting event I want to go to. Like, I'll tell you – I've been to the Stanley Cup Finals. I've been to the World Series. Never been to a Super Bowl. If any of my teams like had the chance to win the championship, I'd want to go to that over the Masters. But in plain of just oh, going to a regular old Super Bowl against you know the freaking Rams and the uh, Broncos, the, like the Masters is what you know where I want to go. Yeah, I mean the Masters is literally the best tournament of the year for golf. I don't care what anyone says. It's just it always delivers the drama. It's everything. You, if you play golf, like you understand how hard it is. 
that course, it's not necessarily hard for those guys because they, you know, some Tiger won a 13 under par last year. You know, I know he's the best, but like, just think about like the, even the chance to play Augusta or just go there as a patron. Like, it's not, it's just like, it's the holy grail. Yeah. There's no other course that like even touches it. Yeah, Sal, I was going to say, you said like if, uh, like the Rangers was like game seven, you'd rather go to that than like, the Masters. I think yeah. the first time you go, that opinion will change because no, that would like, that would never change. I don't know, Sal. I hundred percent. You'll ever see like Augusta. There's Masters. not, you but there's nothing imagine. in the world I want to see more than my team win a championship. Yeah, like, maybe if you've been deprived for so long of the Stanley Cup, you might want to go see that. Okay. But. Yeah, I can't relate. And Alec, shut and up. You too. Uh, <laughs> All right, we get it. St. Louis Blues. They're hitting us hard. But uh, I thought another thing that was cool about the Masters is one of my golf coaches, he went there and he said that you get a chair or like the green chairs and you can go put that green chair anywhere that you want on the course. You put your business card in the back of it and that's your chair for the day. So you could say, go plop that chair on Amen Corner and then go, you know, wander the golf course, come on back and then that's your seat. And if someone's sitting in there... They can go um, – they can sit in it, but if that person comes back, whose chair it is, they have to get up and then they sit. Yeah, that like, happened to me a couple times. Like what other golf course does that? <laughs> We'd be like sitting in chairs on 12 and someone would come up and be like, hey, that's my chair. And I'd be like, oh, OK, yeah. And just give it to them. It's like the, the best honor system in the world, really. Yeah. That's like – I feel like there's no other place where something like that – could work if you go like went to the u.s open and you had that rule system all the freaking drunks and like just people that don't even care about golf are just there like it would be absolute chaos i will say as far as as far as championships are concerned i don't know if there's one that i you know like Seeing your, seeing your team win a Stanley Cup would be sick. You know, like, obviously. Seeing your team win a World Series, obviously sick. Any of the championships would be great. But, like, you don't even you don't even have, like, a vesting interest in, like, the guy that's winning the Masters every year. And it's yeah. still awesome. You know, like, it doesn't matter. Sergio won in, what, like, 2017 or 2016? Uh, I think it was... Whatever it was. 17. Yeah, whenever it was. Yeah. I, I rooted for him that day. Tiger won the Masters last year. He's my favorite golfer. Obviously rooted for him. Uh, Patrick Reed won the Masters last year. I don't really like him <laughs> as a golfer or person, so to speak, but like it was kind of dope seeing him win the Masters. It's like such a cool tournament. The prestige is there. You know, like yeah, definitely. you don't have to necessarily give a shit about the guy. Yeah, I don't necessarily think if you want to see the guy lose, then tough if he does, but... You know, I don't. I feel like golf is very like neutral. You don't really care. Like you just want to see awesome shots. Yeah, exactly. Like going back to Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed is not my favorite golfer by any stretch of the imagination, and I didn't want him to win that year. I wanted uh, his speed was breathing down his neck. He had almost an epic comeback, and then he hit the freaking tree on the 18th hole. If you remember that, the yeah. tee box. Like yeah. I was rooting for speed, but it wasn't like you know. I I'm never rooting for. Like Patrick Reed, oh, miss this pot, miss this pot. It's it's different. And going back to uh, Pat mentioned how what I think is different about it is it's not like a team sport. Did you guys see? Uh, have you guys heard anything about that? Uh, like uh, proposition to kind of make like a team sport out of golf. There was a one company that wanted to start signing players to uh, play on a team and stuff. 
what have like a year long Ryder Cup like thing? Yeah, what is that? I don't know. It was. I really didn't look that much into it, but I know uh, like the media asked Rory about it and they asked Brooks about it, and pretty much all of them said they wouldn't do it. But it was kind of like an idea of making golf like a uh, team sport. I don't know like how many guys on a team, like what format, like whether it's like high school golf, college golf, or anything. And this but is just like there was some company that wanted to start trying to sign players and having them play like pretty much matches against each other. This has nothing to do with like that other tour that's trying to, you know, build up also, right? There's nothing Premier to do golf with that. League. Yeah. It might be that. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really look into it. Now the Premier Golf League, they want like they want like a three hundred million dollar purse for the entire season and they want it to be like eight eight to like twelve tournaments or something like that. And then it's gonna be uh I don't know, every tournament is like, let's call it twenty million dollars if you win. You know, really? ten million to second. Five million to third, and the whole the whole point of it is going to be like they want just like absolute skyrocket money. And then the problem with that though is I found a little, um, I forgot who pointed it out. I I don't remember what I was watching or where I saw it, but it, as far as official world golf rankings go, you don't get world golf ranking points unless you've been established as a league for I think it's two years or two full seasons of their like calendar. So nobody's going to go do it at first. Exactly. So the point is that unless they get it going, uh, you know, I guess they, you know, let's say Phil's at the end of his career and they give him a fat payday. Just, oh, come, you know, come try and give us some TV viewership. Right. He's not going to get any world golf ranking points, which means that he won't go into, you know, uh, President's Cup team. He won't go into, if it's still there, the Olympics. You know, FedEx Cup or anything. Yeah, FedEx Cup. You won't do anything like that based upon the fact that it, you don't get any world golf ranking points for playing in the tournaments for two years. Yeah, I think that will definitely hurt it. I didn't know that part of it, so that's that's even thinks makes me think more. Like I know they asked some of the guys to it, Brooks and Rory, and I forget. I think they both. I forget what their answers were. They're kind of like opposite, but kind of similar, and they're. Rory scoffed at it. He hated it. Okay, and Brooks, I think, said that, like, I'll go wherever the best players are. But um, Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's the same thing I was talking about. But I, those are the two I don't think I it's ever, I don't think it's going to work. Uh, it just, I don't I, think I think it's going to work either because I also think about the majors and, like, that's the biggest emphasis on, like, what you do as playing a golfer. You know, absolutely. so, like, obviously you want to win tournaments and do well and make money and stuff and, you know, climb the rankings, so to speak. But, like, you also want to win the majors. You Absolutely. know, there's no emphasis put on, you know, the John Deere Classic. Absolutely. Or, um, Unless you know, you're trying to get in the open last second. Sure, sure. I, the I, Iowa boy will know that. Uh, the importance uh, of John Deere. Heck yeah, baby. Yeah. Because that's yeah, like... So, so that, here's where I'm thinking. So, like, this, like, again, this won't work because, like, golf, it's just like the ultimate gentleman sport. Like, it's too traditional. And like you guys said, like, those majors mean just so much to just like the avid fan and those golfers, like granted, you're going to like, if this thing does take off, you're going to get a lot of money, but like, it would just be so hard. I feel like for it to take off and to get that money for those big time players to be like, you know what? Like I would rather do this and kind of take away from the majors a little bit. Yeah. All the majors could literally offer zero purse and probably still get the exact same turnout. And 100%. And, and I, I was going to piggyback off of what Jake was saying. It's, it's more even the thought that, like, this premier golf league, if they start hosting tournaments, you know, 
I was going to say, you don't necessarily, I'm, you know, I'm sure you could probably name a few FedEx Cup champions off the top of your head, but that's the highest purse of the season. And you probably could name more people that won the Masters or the U.S. Open or the PGA. 100%. That, yeah, Open, that means you know? so, so much more to me. Like, Justin, Justin Rose won the FedEx Cup last year. What am I going to remember last year for? I'm, obviously, last year is a bit of a mirage because Tiger Woods, but, like, I'll remember the Masters champion more than... Sure, but you also remember the FedEx Cup or uh, the last event of the season for Tiger winning. Yes, yeah, I don't remember I, uh, the tour. The, I do, but the, I lost the FedEx Cup. I also think the again going back to like that's even more I remember because it was Tiger Woods and his first win in forever. Actually, but guys, that was two years ago. Rory won the FedEx Cup last year against Brooks. Yeah, yeah. But I get, wow. I, get, I, get, I, get I just want a quick overview of that tour. And apparently it was just going to be 48 players, 18 events, and uh, it's just three tournaments are three rounds. The first two rounds of shot are shotgun start, and then the last round is like pretty traditional, you know, just down the leaderboard, and every purse is $10 million. And then the last event is a $40 million purse, yeah. I don't like the shotgun. Okay, so while you're looking at it, is it team, or is it all individual? No, that was supposed to be individuals for sure. Yeah, what was the... I don't know why I have something in my mind like talking about a, a team event or a team like that, league. I will Almost. say, as far as team events go, I think that the President's Cup is, while it lacks the it lacks the valor and the you know the shine that the Ryder Cup has, I think the Ryder Cup is like ten times the event that the President's Agreed. Cup is. Oh, absolutely. I do, think, I do think that both team events, as far as like just your average interest as a golf fan. It keeps you captivated. You know, obviously you want the Ryder Cup because it's Europe. You know, like no one really cares about the Euro- um, the international team. But it was it was an awesome watch as far as, like, the drama that was created out of the United States not, you know, not doing well the first two and a half days and then really waking up. You yeah. know, I was glued to my TV. Yeah, th- I have to say, this was, like, the most interested I ever was in the President's Cup. I think because it, fi- it was competitive for once. You know, the USO yeah, was normally but- smokes international. That's the other thing. The Ryder Cup is usually, I don't want to say usually won by the Europeans because I think the U.S. won in 2018. A couple yeah. of years ago, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like, even... 16, even so, they won a Hazel team whenever Patrick Reed did his thing and then they lost it. And, and Oh, yeah. They, oh, lo- right. they, they, they lost got in murdered Europe. in France last year, in by, a, uh, two years ago, by Mollywood. The, at, uh, 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 what's that? Mollywood. The course was called like uh, Le... Le... Uh, it was some French name. Le Golf National. Le Golf yeah. National, yeah. Le but Golf I do think the National needs yeah. to do a better job of getting team events on the schedule. Like, what do we have? One that, that one down in Texas every yeah, year or something? Or I think it's in uh, Nevada. It's like the Barracuda Championship, and it's always oh. the same week as like the Firestone Champ, the World Golf Championship. Or no, there's one a WGC event. Oh no, I'm thinking a match play. Yeah, no, the yeah. There's play. not even like a a big. Like event that like draws teams. I would like on the regular PGA schedule. I wouldn't mind if they held um, another match play event. I think that's a I think that's a cool format. Yeah, I like that. People going. If, if you're not like, but I, I want to see some alternate shot or best ball or something like. No, I agree. I want to see guys teaming up with their friends and stuff. I agree with that 100. percent That's why I'm saying I think the Ryder Cup and the Presidents Cup create like a good atmosphere because you know you at least have it at the end of the season. You know, regardless of if it's President's Cup or Ryder Cup, you know, obviously we want it to be Ryder Cup every time. But, like, yeah. you know, we have something at the end of the season to look forward to. You know, so, like, I think that that's a cool concept. But I do agree that if they had team events, like, it, it would be 
it'd be cool to see Dustin Johnson, you know, hit a 350-yard drive, and then, you know, I'm, I'm not sure who a great wedge player is, but maybe like a Justin Kevin Thomas. Kisner. Yeah, Kisner or something. who just throw a dart in there, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, golf is so big on getting, like, new players. I think they need to start toying with, with formats a little bit. Like, even take, just going off what you just said, Pat, having a, a combo like Dustin Johnson and Kevin Kisner, a great driver and a great wedge player, have a format where Dustin Johnson hits every single key ball and then Kisner hits every single approach shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to start toying with that stuff if you're going to, like, continue to grow the game, I think. So kind yeah, of that'd be cool. But then I also think that you could lose interest in the thought of, like, oh, well, Dustin Johnson's not hitting any wedges today. You know, he's just hitting driver, which is his absolute strongest suit. Yeah, but to be fair, I could I could care less if I ever watched Dustin Johnson hit a wedge again. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> fair. So you're kind of like a scramble, but essentially you can pick whoever gets to hit the shot. And yeah. I'm not saying I want to see this every week. I just – maybe once – I mean, what? Dustin Johnson probably plays 18 events a year. I'd like to see maybe one week where I just watch him hit yeah. 72 drivers or something or whatever that is. Now, guys, I got a question for you. So we were talking a little about the FedEx Cup. So since now the FedEx Cup is going to end uh, in the beginning of September this year. Um, so it's, at, it's before the Masters? It's, it's before yeah. the Masters and it's before the U.S. Open. So the Ooh. U.S. Open and the Masters is technically going to be for the next year's season. So they're going to have, I guess, technically two Masters next year and two U.S. Opens next year. So I'm assuming, although I don't know this for sure, that say if I win the Masters this – or not me. Let's say, let's say Tommy Fleetwood wins the Masters in uh, November and then Brooks Kepka wins the Masters in um, – April, you know, next year when it should be. I'm assuming that Tommy Fleetwood's, um, you know, FedEx Cup points from winning the Masters still continues on, you know, from the, you know, to this, that year. Yeah, it should. I, I actually saw a tweet today that was like just the, the 2021 20, season is just going to be played as having six majors. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even, like, think about that. But however, like, it'll go to be like, it, let's, you know, if Fleetwood does win the Masters, he'll still be the 2020 champion. It'll just go towards 2021 points, is what you're saying? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's what I just took from that. I didn't even, I didn't even like fathom that. I didn't even yeah. think of that. Like I said, I don't know if that's how they're going to do it, but I know that you know the Masters is being played after the FedEx Cup is done. So I'm assuming those points are going to be, you know, uh, you know, for that that you know next year's season, even though he'll still be crowned the 2020 Masters champ. Kind of crazy to think about, actually. It, it is weird. You know what's even yeah. weirder? I read this. Where did I read it? I don't know if it was an ESPN article or something. That the this year's Masters field is set. It's locked in stone. They have their players. So technically, yeah. somebody, some Joe Blow, could win the U.S. Open and win the PGA Championship and not play in the Masters. Wow. Because oh my! Because, because the field it is set. doesn't necessarily qualify them for this year's Masters. It qualifies them for 2021 Masters. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That because sucks. 
which I which That's I think bad break. Yeah, which I think is good and bad. I think it's good the fact that hey, if you qualified for the Masters this year, like you deserve to play in it. it the coronavirus shouldn't screw you out of that once in a lifetime opportunity. But I also think that Augusta, for one time, maybe should bend the rules a little bit. If you had that extreme scenario and be like, "Come on, like we want you in the tournament. It's only going to enhance the tournament if we have you know guy coming off of a major playing in it." And I could see them doing that. Like yeah. you can go to the Masters website and see like what it takes to get into the Masters, and I could see them just adding a few like this tournament champion, this tournament champion, this tournament champion, like events that are what I guess. I don't know how that works out, what time of year, but you know, just the guys that win later this year would be eligible for, I guess, the Masters in November, right? Yeah. In an extreme scenario. I mean, it is Augusta. They can do whatever the hell they want. They're running the tournament. So it's kind of their own rules. You know, I mean, that was like a couple of years ago when Tiger hit the flag stick. And then a lot of people thought he should have been DQ'd for the wrong score. debated whether you think it should have been or should not have been augusta kind of made a rule like saying like all right we're just gonna let tiger you know still play pretty much yeah <laughs> if it was anybody else i mean god knows if it was Tian Lung guan he would have been uh, probably be or something sal you talking about the year that tiger hit the flagstick on 15 and then it rolled back into the water and on his drop some guy called cbs yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think, think it was. What, I, I thought it was 13, 13, though. Or no, it was 15 when the speed was. It was 13. It was 13, 100%. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The 13th hole you're talking about. Say again? Are you talking about 2013 or the 13th hole? The thir- no, no. Th- sorry. It was, I think it was either 13 or the 15th hole for sure. I thought it was the 13th hole, but all right. It might have been 15. No. It was the 15th hole because. Yeah, I'm 100% yeah, positive. It was over race, shooting over Race Creek. Oh, shit. No, that's, that's 13. Both, both, both holes pole. are over water there. Wait, now that I'm thinking about it, because, oh, shit. What year? Like, hold on, hold on. Is the 13th hole at Augusta, like, does it go down towards Race Creek? It goes, it's more of a yeah, you're, you're hitting over Race Creek. Right, but on the, on the, if you were to lay up as opposed to going for it, would your third shot, be uh, from a downslope. I think kind both of both of them the same. Say again. Both of them, they would be a so downslope. Thir- thir- thirteen, you're hitting over a. Sh- thir- it's a little pond. Yeah, thirteen, you're hitting over a stream. Fifteen is a lake. I'm gonna have to disagree, Pat. I'm pretty positive it was on. I'm, actually, yeah, I am positive it was on fifteen. I think it was thirteen, but whatever. It's that but, one. No, I said, it's I just said that ball where they hit it at the top of the hill, and then they either usually go for it. Very few people lay up on 15. A lot more people lay up on 13 than on 15. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Tiger hit it in the trees and he had to lay up. And then he hit when he hit his, uh, I guess it would be his layup shot, his third shot into yeah. the green. It hit the bottom of the pin and, and rolled into the water. Off the green, right? It, ro- it rolled into the water, and then on his drop. I guess the ball was moving or something. Or no, so, like, no. So, so no. What he said. So what was, happened uh, was he was like, well, it it landed a foot foot longer he was like so if i hit the exact same shot and take a step back it'll land a foot in front of the cup yeah and the problem he literally said that and that's what screwed him well no the problem what happened was he thought if the scenario that was playing out in his head was 
rule was correct. Well, he was playing it from where the ball last crossed the plane, but he was thinking it last crossed the plane from where I hit it, but really where it last crossed the plane ricochet and then went back in. He was thinking it last crossed the plane when I was flying it through the air, not when it rolled back into the water afterwards. Okay, so, so in that scenario, so don't you just hit another shot from the same location? Well, he could have yeah, done that. He, he could have done that. So, so what he was thinking was, all right, I take it. I can take the ball back as far as I want from the point that it last crossed the plane, which sure. was where he flew. Where he was thinking, where it flew over, but in reality, it was from where it hit the pin and then rolled back into the water. So, in which case, as far as back from the straight line would have been like in the woods. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to look up which hole it was after. Because I'm so. All right, boys. So while you, you were having your whole. Uh, <laughs> Basically, a dick measuring contest. Uh, I was looking it up. So, 2013, right? Okay. 15th hole. All right. So, there we go. I right. thought so it was we'll the 15th. So we'll I had the picture Alec. in my mind. I think we'll I said 15th. I think a lot of wins, guys. You might have. I, 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 no, I, I was the one that said 13. I was 13 the whole way. I said oh, okay. 2013, 13th hole. So, I got half of it right. <laughs> but whatever. Interesting. So, now, let me ask you guys this. What do you feel about, or how do you feel, rather, about the Open Championship being canceled? And how do you feel about the U.S. Open being played not on Father's Day, like the last round? Uh, yeah, that's weird, but at the same time, I like, I think a Mother's Day and Father's Day, I don't even think about, like, my mom and dad, as shitty as that sounds. I think of, like, <laughs> Players' Championship Sunday and U.S. Open Sunday. Sure, sure, that's what I mean. So, like, it's very significant in the sense, obviously, that it's, moved and obviously that the open got canceled for the first time since world war two you know like that's crazy to think about in itself but like this is the first time that you know since god i don't know when the u.s open started 1898 or whatever it was you know um it's the first time that they're not going to have it on father's day you know yeah and i think that's a like that's a fine move like i'd rather see that than them cancel i think the audience totally yeah I could care less that fall on Father's Day, but I just want them to play it. I'm just saying, how do you feel about it? Like, to me, well, honestly, I don't know. It doesn't seem like that. I mean, it'll be different, but I don't think it's that different um, to me. To me, the weirdest thing, I mean, they had to cancel the British Open for the fact that they were going to lose their sunlight and then probably just traveling international, the whole thing. But You don't I, think the RNA jumped the gun at all? I well, no, they, they said they, they, said they can't play because if they played in – September or October, whenever they wouldn't have enough light, is what they said. They also, I didn't realize they also, that. Were, they also were referring to the fact that if they had it in those months, they wouldn't be able to. Um, uh, excuse me. They wouldn't be able to hold it based upon the fact that the weather, when they hold it in like late July or whatever it is, late or early, you know early August, whenever it is, um, is like the best time of the year. The other like nine and a half, ten months of the year, are, like no and stuff, nine, probably. Yeah, not so. It's rain. It's like really crappy, and it's like cold. Yeah. But I like, think that could be a good opportunity. I mean, move it to somewhere more south, like give Spain an open or something. And you've got so many European countries. That, the British Open. That's the point. Yeah, but they could play it anywhere in Europe, really. Uh, it's. it's <laughs> I don't think they'd be too happy uh, if they heard that. Brits who just left the European Union are going to play a, a bare national championship on non-UK soil. Get out! I'm of just. I'm not a big RNA guy. I've never. Yeah. No, and I feel that I don't. I could care less about them as far as their governing body. You know, we have the USGA and the PGA here, so it's not like they affect anything that we do. 
you know, but like, as far as that's concerned, like, I do think they jumped the gun slightly, but at the same time, like, it's their, you know, it's their thing, you know, so if they want to cancel it, then obviously we don't have any, we don't have any say in it, so it's not even like we could, like, lobby against it. You know, I think that it's awesome that we're going to get a chance to watch the PGA, the U.S. Open, and the Masters, at least. What are the, what are the two majors being played this year, if there's six next year? What do you mean? Uh, so it'll be the Masters for sure, because I think I think after but the that's FedEx next Cup, season's schedule. I'm talking about schedule. The FedEx Cup is like the non-official, like ending point of the season. Oh, so oh, so it'll be the U.S. Open, the Masters, and then the regular four. But okay, but the US technically, Open is like a week or two after uh, the Ryder Cup, which is two weeks after the end of. Um, the tour championship. Yeah, so all right, I got the schedule right here. All right, so the FedEx the tour championship ends September seventh. Then we have um, the U.S. We have the Safeway Open the week after, so whatever. Then you have the U.S. Open September fourteenth to twentieth, so two weeks after. Then the week after right, that, so take a break. So in the week after that, you have the Ryder Cup. So right after the U.S. Open, they're going right to Whistling God. Straits for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, and I want to talk about that in a little bit. And then they go, I will say, and then they have some other tournaments, and then the Masters in November. I will say, dude, as far as you know, what the coronavirus has uh, messed up a lot of stuff and has made things a lot harder for everyone. It's, it's made this fall crazy. really exciting. But I, yeah, man, I just to think about the thought that, like, in a month stretch, like I don't know what the NFL or the NBA or the MLB or you know the soccer leagues or you know I don't know where they're going to be at as far as their. Um, Seasons. Uh, their contingency plans and where they're at in their seasons, if they finish where they're at or if they even start, if you're the MLB or the NFL, you know, but like that whole month, like if you're kind of clumping everything together, it like should be pretty sick between September, like into early November, all of September for the most part, like yeah. all of October for the most part, you're going to have MLB in full swing, like should be playoffs around then. Like you're going to have NHL and like NBA, depending on how this goes. Like if they're finishing the season, they're probably going to have some sort of playoff going on. Like maybe not around them, but maybe a little bit before, you know, like, um, Sal, I don't know if you heard, but like the governor today just made May 15th. The new yep, date that I know. Made. Yep. I know. So I don't know. I don't know if you, Alec or uh, Jake in your respective places, I don't know if your governors or, you know, ours was Missouri was extended to May third or something. Are you talking about like the stay at home order? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, ours is still uh, May thirtieth. Um, oh, May third. You mean April thirtieth? No, May thirtieth. April thirtieth. Yeah, yeah Missouri stuff. just got extended today. Yeah, like so like I don't know. Ago. I don't know how. I don't know how long if that's going to be extended again because they're not talking about lifting it on those days. They're talking about reevaluating on those days. Okay. So it's not going to be like oh like you know. May 15th comes around, we're all just all good to go. They're just saying, like, stay at home until May 15th. Yeah, and then the, at, the, at, the, at the same time, though, they kind of, like, if i not in New York, because New York's a crap, absolute crap show with how bad it is compared to everywhere else, but say if I'm in, I, Jake, I don't know, but Iowa is not that bad, especially in comparison to New York. So if that date rolls around and, like, everything's good, they you – know, but even beforehand, they say, oh, you know, we could. It's just – I mean, nobody knows. It's all just a bunch of guessing games that, you know. 
Right. So uh, that that brings up the thought of how, you know, how the leagues are going to react to things and how, you know, are they going to just start doing closed door games where there's no fans and there's security checkpoints to get in Well, I think so. I think the PGA, the PGA is a little forward thinking. Just they're the first uh, major sport uh, organization. I don't know what to call it, but a sport league to like release their planned schedule. Yeah. Well, once like, we don't know when the MLB is going to start. We don't. I mean, the NFL said they plan to start on time. They might, you know, differ yeah. on their training camps and stuff. We don't know when the NHL will start back up. We don't know anything like from the other leagues. But the at least the PGA has told us like, hey, if everything goes as planned, this is what we plan to do. Yeah, I, I, I think, think it's just because nice. golf is the easiest sport to do that if say if you're playing without fans which they are going to start they said you know the season without fans is because i mean look for the longest time you know you were still allowed to play golf in certain parts of the country you still are because you're out there on a freaking massive piece of land and you can keep away from other people and as long as the pga tour is responsible and they make sure that you know i guess when everyone comes in they're probably going to make you know do testing or temperature testing or whatever make sure that no one has it and as long as the you know that hundred group you know men you know field and then whatever the camera people, it should be the easiest. I would say you know of all the sports. Sure, it's definitely you don't have to pack fans into an arena as far as that's concerned. And then even such like you don't even you know you could obviously play any sport if you don't have fans. But like it's the easiest to just tell people to just not come to because you know. You don't have the thought of, oh, well, there's concessions and everything. You can play a golf, you know, championship level tournament on a course where there's no fans and you don't have to worry about concessions and stuff. I know they make a lot of money from that, but like, you're still going to have it on TV. It's, it's going to be the same exact product. Yeah. It's the only sport that can do that, too. Yeah. And think, oh, yeah. like, earlier this year, the one day during the Zozo Championship, they didn't let fans in because of, I think, the course was really wet or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was still fine on TV. Obviously, it's not as good, but it's still fine. Yeah, it's, I it's, think it'll be cool to watch, too. It'll obviously, like, kind of, uh, I think the players will have a a bit more, like, freedom. I don't know. I think, I don't know about you guys, but I've never played in front of, like, a group of more than maybe 15 people on the first tee at a sure. at some college event. I think whenever you're not playing in front of a green that's surrounded by 15,000 people, it's a little more uh, laxed. I think it, I think as much laxed as it, or as much relaxation as it brings, like the pressure will still be there, you know? So it's not like they're obviously the fans add more pressure and if they're, you know, screaming after you make the putt, it's awesome. But like, if you make the putt or you don't make the putt, like it's one way or the other, you know, it's not like, it's not yeah. like the fans like influence you one way or another. They're not talking while you're playing. It'll you know, be, like they only they only cheer after you make the putt or miss the putt. You know, they cheer. Yeah, it'll be different for different players. Like for Tiger Woods, it's going to seem weird because I don't have a million people around me. But for Joe Blow, who's you know 150th in the world ranking, it's almost going to sound you know seem pretty normal to him. Where you know when Joe Blow gets paired with Tiger Woods, all of a sudden he's shaking in his shoes because he has a thousand, thousands upon thousands of people watching. Where normally, you know, it's almost like when he's playing a tour event, he's just like you know, like he's playing by himself almost. With you know, a couple of people just happen to be sitting, you know, in the grandstands or walking along the hall. Couple thousand. What? So, got a couple thousand people. 
Well, no, 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 but I'm saying, but like, if you ever go to a golf tour and there's some holes where it's like, there's nobody out there, but there is a player. That's what I'm saying. So what do you guys think of, uh, since we were talking about the schedule before we just went on that, um, the U S open and then the Ryder cup the next week, as far as, you know, everybody who's playing in the Ryder cup will be in that U S open field. Right. And a lot of guys take usually the week before the Ryder Cup off. Luckily for them, it's in America this year. It's just a, in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to worry about uh, time changes and stuff, jet lag and all that. But uh, I think it'll be still interesting to see someone like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if Tiger Woods is going to make it this year, What he's gonna if he's going to be a player or not. But, you know, there's older guys that sometimes make the team that have to worry about fatigue and stuff. Yeah, look, it's not ideal. But look, we've been given a you know a shit hand, and you know it is what it is. I think, like you said, for guys like Tiger Woods that might have, you know, say in his case, the back issue might make a difference. And that's another thing with Tiger, where if it's cold in the mat, you know, at the Masters this fall, I think that's going to hurt him because he didn't play well at all last year. Any times that was cold, it really stiffened up his back. I think. Yeah, and trust me, I mean what. When's the Ryder Cup going to be? September 4, 21st. Oh, uh, I mean, to 27th. It could be 40 degrees up there in Wisconsin. Ending Sunday of the Ryder Cup. Yeah, it could be 40, 40 degrees up there in Wisconsin. And then the, the U.S. Open is the previous week? So that, what is that? The, the 14th to 20th. And that's in New York. That's at Wingfoot. Wingfoot, so yeah. It could be oh, really cold as well. It, no, that'll be... F- I mean, September in New York is going to be absolutely perfect. Yeah, that'll be have all fine. four days of that championship. Bring it aside. I'm saying this right now on your podcast, Al. <laughs> all four of those days are going to be like 70 plus and just absolutely perfect. Yeah, I have fall to say, days, I'm a little fall foliage in the air. Oh man, crisp. Yeah, oh. I, I'm not worried about weather at all in terms of um, you know for the U.S. Open September. June to me that it's going to be pretty similar weather. I mean, like in June we could get some really cold days in June in New York, and you get some really cold, cold as in like fifty something degrees, you know, in sure. September and June, and which is still perfect weather, you know, for a golf tournament. Or it could be seventy five and sunny. Yeah, I think it's going to be absolutely perfect. Yeah, it's, not it's a good time to to host it. And I'm glad that they still had it. You yeah, know, so like. I don't know if you're going to try and make it up there, Sal, but I am definitely going. Yeah, no. Friday or Saturday. Yeah, definitely. to me, the, when I am when I get to the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, it's almost going to feel exactly like the same because, of course, in September and June, you know, in Wingfoot's case, isn't going to be that different. It's going to be different looking at Augusta and it's brown, you know, trees behind you instead of pink azaleas. That will be different, but, you know, Wingfoot's going to look almost the same. I mean, Jake, what do you think for – you're a little bit closer to Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin could be pretty chilly for that Ryder Cup week. I don't know yeah. Wisconsin. Well, so it's, right, so it's right on the water. Yeah, it's going to be windy. So, so it's going to be windy. You're going to bring in that cool air. Um, but with Wisconsin and is kind of like Iowa in the fact that, like, you think of it as being cold, but it's a little unpredictable. Um, you could – like the day before, you could have – you could have a 45, 50-degree day, but then the very next day, you know, it could be 75 or 80. 
Whistling's pretty north too, though. It's like just at like what an hour and a half south of the Green Bay or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but so like it's not like Madison. It's two hours north of Madison or something. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm calling it right there. Eighty might be a little high, but seventy-five, um, or all the way down to forty-five. I that's a big range, and you could easily see different uh, things happening day to day. So. I will say, as far as the U.S. Open and then the next week of the Ryder Cup, you're definitely going to see a lot of fatigue. I don't necessarily think a lot of fatigue. You're going to see a lot of, you know, this, um, like a Tiger Woods. Like, if he goes all in on the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, you know, is he going to, I'm sure he'll give it 100% of his game, but, you know, can his body handle 100% of his game for two straight weeks? Exactly. You know, I because I, I also think and that's that... the good thing about the Ryder Cup is it's just a three-day event. So, as a spectator, you know... You're not gonna want to like buy tickets on for a Tuesday practice round and expect to be able to go out there and see everybody. You know they can go out there for the first time on Wednesday and play nine holes on Wednesday, nine holes on Thursday, and then be ready to go for the event on Friday. It also though the Ryder Cup you're gonna be playing 36 holes, so that's another thing. I don't think you're gonna be see, especially the older guys, too many guys playing 36 holes coming off a grueling test at the U.S. Open. No, and no, and that's that's my point exactly. It's the thought that. While I'm sure they're going to give it their all, and I'm sure it's going to still be a great product as far as the drama created from the Ryder Cup, I think that the U.S. Open is going to take a lot out of these guys, and then to have to go and play, you know, maybe a few practice rounds, nine holes, this or that. But they got to do all the pageantry that comes with the Ryder Cup. So they got to do the dinner, and they got to do the photos, and yeah. they got to do the press. Right. And then, you know, if they win, for instance, you know, I don't know what you, I don't know exactly what you said as far as the schedule is concerned, but what's right after the Ryder Cup? Uh, right after the Ryder Cup is some nothing. Corrals, Punta Cana, Resort, Golf okay, Champion. So yeah. And when is the Masters? Not until mid-November. November oh, okay. So they're going to take a week yeah, off, two weeks? No, they'll have – I mean, they'll have two – in between the Ryder Cup and the Masters, so they, they have like a month a and a half. But when's the U.S. – oh, okay, yeah. No, then that's fine, actually. Yeah. I mean, the only concern is – No, the only no concern, concern is U.S. Open Ryder, Ryder Cup. Cup. Yeah. Look. Well, and then what about the PGA Championship? That's at the end of August. Yeah. So they'll have they have like a couple, two, three weeks. The PGA Championship. Hold it up, 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 up. So the PGA PGA Championship is August third through ninth. So they'll have oh. about a month between that. But the the thing is the Tour Championship. So the best players are going to be playing obviously in the Tour Championship, which is September seventh, and then. They'll have a week from the Tour Championship to the U.S. Open. Crazy. So like Absolutely not. Crazy. So not like they're not going to be going from the U.S. Open. I mean, from the Tour Championship to the U.S. Open, they'll have the tour a full week off, and then is U.S. Open week. What is there any tournament the week between? Like there, there is the, Sa- the Safeway Open. Isn't is that is that Tiger's tournament? Is it Tiger's nah, Memorial? No, no, Jack is the Jack. memorial. Oh, shit. Uh, Safeway might be Tiger's event. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think, I mean, I may be wrong, but I think that's, I don't know if either of you can, or if any of you can look that up, but I think that's Tiger's tournament, which could be interesting for him. Not sure. Yeah. He, he doesn't, he, he hosts two. He has the, what is the Hero World Challenge is his. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, is, it, right? which, is no, which is, which is, which is, yeah, which is at the beginning of December this year. 
Um, but I thought he also I'm just had. Thinking, he had one you other. You said it was the Safeway, right? Yeah, the Safeway is the other one. Let me look. This he up. just won that one a couple, a few years ago. I think that's why I got confused. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. But anyway, all right. That's pretty much gonna wrap us up, boys. Um, if you want, before we can end, you can make one bold prediction for this PGA Tour season upcoming, whether it's player-oriented or Corona-oriented or whatever. Okay, um, so Tiger Woods is going to win the 2020 Masters, and it'll be the best Masters of all time because it'll be the only Masters that was held in the fall. It'll be the only Masters ever to be held in the fall. God willing, with no other, you know, global yeah. pandemics or uh, acts of God with weather related, um, Tiger Woods will win the 2020 Masters, and the United States are going to win the Ryder Cup. All right, I, I like USA. That's an amazing year. That is an amazing year. Jake, All right. what do you got, Go ahead, Jake? Jake? Um. So wow. That I, following that, that's just an amazing year. Um, to be honest, boys, I I see um, a few more of the, that schedule. I know it was uh, bold, and you know we all like to see it, but I don't think um, all of those are going to get played out. I wouldn't even be uh, like you know wouldn't be surprised if another major gets canceled or is moved back, and they have to readjust. Um, but. Uh, that I mean, that's my prediction. I really don't think. Wow, well, Debbie well, Downer. I, I hope mean, you're oh. wrong. <laughs> yeah, taking the vibes down a little bit. Jake. <laughs> yeah, you're getting me all jacked up. Oh, September is going to be great. We went through all this crap, but it's going to be a great light at the tunnel. And now you brought me down again. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. Fall, <laughs> fall should be the light at the tunnel that everyone was just absolutely looking forward to, man. Yeah. You know, like it, it's you know we're going through this right now and everyone's going through the same thing and everyone's kind of frustrated with it. But like the best, the best cure for that is going to get your mind off of it with like some awesome sports events. <laughs> All of that is just going to be awesome. If it gets canceled, obviously, you know, nothing we can do uh, about it. But yeah. It's going it, to be, you know, that would, that would suck. I just cannot wait for the day that I can walk back in. I know obviously we're going to have to, it's not like, you know, the light switch where, oh, we go from zero to a hundred. It's obviously going to be a slow progression, but I can't wait for the day that I walk into City Field or Madison Square or wherever and I'm actually sitting watching a sporting event again. All right, Alec, your prediction? No, so I just looked up the 2020 Ryder Cup captain, Steve Stricker. And I think, bold prediction, very bold, I think Steve Stricker picks himself Ooh. as a playing captain. No way. He's from Madison. I think he's from Madison, Wisconsin. He's from Wisconsin. Uh, whistling straight's in his backyard. I'm sure he knows it like the back of his hand. Bold prediction, he picks himself as a playing captain, and he tears it up. I think the, wow. o- I think the only yeah. way that might happen is just because everyone's coming off of playing the U.S. Open. That's the only reason I give and it any legitimacy. That, that feeds into it. It's the only, okay. I think it, honestly, now that I look at it and I'm thinking about it, I think it's a good pick. All right. And let Steve Stricker play in his backyard. All right. And my prediction is going to be not quite as bold as uh, Pat's and Alex, but I'm going to pick that Ricky Fowler is going to win a major this year. Yes. Let's go. I want my boy Ricky to finally win. I love Ricky, man. I hope he gets I hope he comes through with that. I love Honestly, him. I've given up on my hopes of that happening. <laughs> He's the next Lee Westwood. 
Oh, no, I hope don't, not. Oh, don't, don't put that in. Don't give him – don't don't. I don't want him to be the UPS man 2.0. <laughs> All right, boys. Thanks for joining the podcast today. Hope you guys uh, liked it. It gave me something to do, you know, as we're all just sitting, uh, drowning in our houses and homes or whatever, doing nothing. But uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Follow us on um, the podcast app and SoundCloud and everywhere else you get your podcast. Have a good one, boys. See you next time.